pushed the button. The button has been pushed. The button has been pushed. So welcome. I'm not going to keep up with that accent. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome back to Pixel Perfect Podcast. I'm Paige. I am Aaron. Um, and we are continuing on our zombie theme for the month. Yep. With Zombieland <laughs> 1 and 2. Yep. And uh, boy, oh boy, if you came here for to listen to us... <laughs> To, to listen to us praise this movie or tell you how great it is, you have come to the wrong show. You should be scared. Um, yeah, no, I am. Did you watch Zombie? Did you rewatch Zombieland 1? Yeah, because it had been a super long time since I've okay, seen it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I have lots of thoughts about Zombieland 1 and Zombieland 2, and some of them overlap. Okay. So, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, <laughs> there's Zombieland 1. Uh, which is just called Zombieland, mm-hmm. um, which came out 2009. Yep. And then uh, Zombieland 2 Double Tap, which came out uh, this year. 2019. 2019? Yeah. Okay. Um, directed and written by the same people. Who also did Deadpool, uh, apparently. That does not surprise me. It, it surprised me a little bit in terms of quality. <laughs> That's fair, but Ryan Reynolds <laughs> wasn't involved in that one, so That's you can also see, true. <laughs> you can see the. I think you can definitely see like the the connection between the two of them in yeah. terms of yeah, like details. Yeah, and like, like the narration and the fourth wall breaking yeah. and the kind of humor. Yeah, like tongue in cheek kind of. Yeah. Stuff. But yeah, boy oh boy, guys, the Zombieland one not hold up. I mean. I like enjoyed watching it again. I was like, there's definitely some things that I have problems with, problems with now that I didn't notice back in 2009 because I was fucking 14 and <laughs> didn't notice things. Like the main character is like typical piece of crap, nice guy. And I hate him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his, his relationship with Wichita makes absolutely zero sense because I do not understand why she's attracted to him. No. And I don't understand their relationship at all. And I, I don't I don't get it. Like he seems to just get her because he's there. It's con- yeah, because this is convenient. And she's like she's kind of a manic pixie dream girl a little bit too because she like frequently no- like not yeah. like other girls her. <laughs> Especially in this z- double tap. But like <sighs> we will get to double tap, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's like let's, yeah. <laughs> like good God. Okay. Um but yeah, Zombie Land I <sighs> It's interesting because even like I mean, if, like probably pre grad school, I watched Zombieland. And I was like, "This is awesome. This is mm-hmm. good. It holds up." And now watching it, I'm just like, having developed more critical thinking skills, I watch it. I'm like, "Wow, this is sexist." Yeah, it's very oh my 2009. God. Yeah. But like, it's and it's just, oh, oof, oof. Sh- you should guys. we at least touch on the few things we did like about the movie? Go for it. Okay. I feel like, in general, I like it. Like, I had a fun time watching it. I would leave it at that, like, literally liking it and nothing more than that. Um, And then I think the only other thing I can really give praise to is I really like the filmmaking style in the first one. Like, I like the way the intro is done. I like all the little rules that pop up and the way they, like, interact with the what's happening in the movie so like there's like clever details to it that i think makes it kind of like crafted nicely that's about it (laughs) yeah i i think it has its moments i think there's a couple times i laughed Mm -hmm. um 
I think that the rules popping up is one of my favorite things. Um, and I think that the cinematography is is good. So yeah. I just I just feel like overall I don't I don't know. I feel like for framing it in 2009, like remembering it as a 2009 movie and comparing it to stuff then, I feel like it's pretty good. It doesn't hold up for sure. No. But like in that frame, it's decent. Yeah. I mean, I still think like, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I, I'm not CinemaSins here, but like the narration in this movie is useless. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe the beginning part and maybe the ending part, but, like, and it almost feels like it's it's wasted, well-made movie moments and well good acting mm-hmm. by adding in this narration that does nothing. It feels very, like, Blade Runner in that sense to me. Like, it's just, like... Yeah, it adds nothing to it. It's not, it's not helping us figure anything out. Yeah. No. Like, the whole moment when, like, um... Columbus figures out that Tallahassee's been talking about his dead ch- his dead kid the whole time and not a dead dog and he like narrates himself figuring it out and I'm like we can pick up on that from context clues and body language and like them interacting with each other and just the flashback on its own I don't think like nearly it, everything he narrates is you can figure out yeah from. it's it's like weird hand holding <laughs> yeah, no I don't understand it but it's also, like, every time he narrates, it makes me hate him a little bit more. Like, when he first meets Wichita, and she's, like, very clearly, like, it, it's a con, but, like, she's distraught. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, look, a marriageable woman to bring home for the folks. And I'm like, I hate you. The whole, I the whole hate 406 you. segment, too. Oh, my God. That oh, my God. And she's me. in the credits. She's in the credits as 406. That disturbs me. She, she does not have a name. And, and just like you know, you can tell it was written by a man because in no fucking universe would a woman who's just gone through a traumatic experiment go to a mansion and know, right? Like she'd go to her own fucking apartment and lock the doors and like maybe call a friend or something who was a female. or her mom. Yeah, yeah. like like I just, I just <laughs> what? Like it's especially because like isn't it like a a door down from her? Like if he's four it's in the building. Isn't she like across from him or like a door down from like why on earth? I think he's four oh eight, so they're literally like across the hall from each other. <laughs> what the fuck? Like I don't understand it. And then it's very like he fetishizes her like the entire time. It's very much like a I am clearly being nice because you're hot deal. Yeah. It's like this sick um, fantasy too that like, oh, a woman just almost got freaking assaulted and she came to me and I'm gonna comfort her and maybe we'll have some sexy times. I'm like, I hate with Mountain this. Dew. Yeah. And she just gonna be like, Oh, you're not a the Mountain Dew Code Red, oh which is God. so 2009, I can't. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> oh but I'm just like, my God. And then there's there's something wrong with the fact that they that they don't know her name. Mm-hmm. She's just there to be an object, and then he kills her. Mm-hmm. Something about that rubs me the wrong way. That like she's like the first of his kills in the movie, where I'm just like. It's I hate this. Yeah. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. It's just Ugh. no. No good. And then I. I uh, Wichita and has like no personality almost. Mm-mm. Like she's basically just guns, sarcasm, and good acting abilities. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like there could have been more they could have done with her between, like, the relationship and her sister and, like, showing her as a caregiver and how much she cares for her family. That kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like there's just more in general they could be doing. It, it's interesting because I was talking to my husband today about Double Tap of why I, of of why when I originally watched Double Tap the first time it had been so long since I watched Zombieland. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, when at the end of Zombieland 2, Double Tap, when they're like, we belong, we're meant to be together. Mm-hmm. I bought it. And then having rewatched Zombieland, I'm like, oh, the substance is not there. It's like non-existent. They, they have not built a strong enough foundation for this. No. And the chemistry is like <sighs> whack. And I, I get that that's not the point. Like, I get that it's just a zombie movie. Mm-hmm. But they're trying to make it a family movie in terms of like, oh, I've, I've made this little family of my own. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to make a zombie movie with heart. That's clearly their intention. Right. So I'm like, do better. Yeah, exactly. Like, ugh. Like, I feel like the character with the most growth is Tallahassee. <laughs> yeah, because he starts to care about other people. Yeah. That's, like, the only... Um, that's only... And then Columbus has no growth whatsoever. He's he's just, like, a shit stain throughout the entire thing. No, yeah. It's, and, like, he just... I don't know. He's just there and makes quips. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, this is like, it feels like discount Michael Sarah. Yeah. In... <laughs> like, I feel like, I, and to be fair, like, I, was it Jesse Essenberg that everyone used to confuse with Michael Sarah? I think that, yeah, that was a, was a thing. I don't know. 2009 was that era of like curly haired nerd boys suddenly being like the protagonist in every goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael Sarah has something endearing to him. And I'm thinking, like, specifically of Nick and Nora, where, yeah. like, like he's he's a bit... Their characters are similar, but he has more depth than Nick and Nora. Mm-hmm. And you understand him better, and he has more things going on. And this guy has, like... Like, the whole thing where his family dies is supposedly dead because they're in Columbus. Yeah, he's like, That's no. all of, like, two feelings. seconds. <laughs> I think... I don't want to, like, talk shit, because obviously I don't personally know these people, but I feel like Michael Sarah has gone on record as being, like, a genuinely decent human being, whereas Jesse Eisenberg, I always hear, is just, like, not a nice person. <laughs> and he kind of, like, nothing. looks a little dead inside. Like, you look at his eyes, and you're like, there's something not right in there. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, Emma Stone is a national treasure, but, like... Mm-hmm. I just and her acting is good and I think I think part of it is that like when I was in the past I was just like oh yes Emma Stone is very hot I understand this mm-hmm. but like being now older I'm just like this is not enough for me not at all not even close really love so. the 2009 aggressive eyeliner though very sad that it didn't make yeah. a comeback in the second mm-hmm. movie I was like where's the come on smudgy eyes all day long yes <laughs> And that moment, and I, I literally screamed at the TV where she says, oh, avoid the vanity mirror. I'm like, you look better than me. <laughs> and I am not in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. I was, I, and you look like quadruple better than me. Right? Like, this is bullshit. But also, like, the fact that, like, it's interesting because they built up a character that shouldn't care, but they still have to add in that line where she's like, avoid the vanity mirror. And I'm like. Yeah, is it like that's just designed to make the rest of us feel like shit? I don't. I'm I don't like know, I'm like sitting like, on the couch, like, oh yeah, sorry, you look so bad. <laughs> but it's also just like she doesn't seem like the kind of character they crafted who would care about that. No, I feel like it's like to knock her down a peg and be like, see, she is insecure. She 
needs this I think it's just them writing what they think women think and feel like and talk like. I mean, that seems unbelievably apparent in the second movie. Oh my god. Okay, so... Do you have any more thoughts on the... I'm sure we'll come back to it as we go to the second movie to, like, address and go back and forth. Do you have Um, any, like, specific thoughts about the first movie you want to get out of the way? I'm trying to think. I mean... I don't hate it. So, like, I feel like it's not that as bad as it could get as far as zombie movies go. It's it's certainly something to be critiqued more nowadays. Um, and doesn't hold up to anything like Shot of the Dead or anything like that. Like, there's, like, a lot of other good zombie movies out there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, not really. It's just kind of meh to me. Yeah, I think that... I think for me, because Zombieland, because I own Zombieland, and it was very near and dear to my heart, and it was one of, like, my favorite movies. Yeah, I loved it when I first saw it, for sure. Yeah, so, but even, like, I would have called it one of my favorite movies, like, a year ago. So, and I've watched it many, many, many times. Mm -hmm. And so, rewatching it, it, I think it was so disappointing to me. Yeah. (laughs) That it it just hit me so hard that I was like, I don't sure I'm ever going to watch this again. No, I I probably won't either. I feel like I'm I'm done with like so much time had gone by since I last watched it. And then when I did watch it, I was like, well, I'm set for the next 10 years. (laughs) Which is probably when they'll make Zombieland 3. For the love of God, no. (laughs) Uh, One per decade. No. Just, just as the decade ends, we get a zombie land. That gave me genuine fear. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So obviously we both want to talk about Madison. I just... I don't even need to like... This is a movie that should never, ever have been made. I haven't hated something so bad since I was going through my I hate Twilight phase. Yeah. No, it was... Wow. I don't understand how anyone read that script and said, yeah, you should do the dumb blonde trope. I don't know Sounds how they got good. any single one of them to get on board with that. That was the, some of the worst writing I've ever seen. It was some sexist-ass bullshit. It was terrible. And it's interesting because she survived this long. Like, even within your own universe, that is saying something. Yeah. And the movie just doesn't care. She's just... That, it's it, disgusting, it, Yeah. I mean, like, even, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how it got made into a movie. Especially, like, in 2019. Like, you can see this shit happening, like, in the early aughts, for sure, because there was a lot of stuff like that out there. But, like, in 2019, in in the era of Me Too, they're writing fucking bubblegum, dumb, blonde caricatures of women who are so, like, she's, like, being alive because of stupidity, basically. Right. Yeah, and it's it's not like a... uh, Okay, so, like, it's just funny, too, because there's so many jokes throughout Double Tap that it's like, you should have left that in 2009, and what a 2009 joke, and it's very meta in that way, and I'm like, are you not aware that this entire movie belongs in 2009? Like, and like the other thing is is that it's not like a subversion of the trope, right? She's not they no. don't it could have been, right? Like they had she's, moments. They got like yes. so close. <laughs> like there are occasionally and like I said, she survived this long. So mm-hmm. you could easily say, like, maybe she's not so like book smart 
Right. But she's got so much common sense or whatever it is that she managed to survive this long. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, you could give her those layers. For sure. Of like she turns out to, when it counts, be really capable. And because, you know, obviously there are people in the world who who aren't, you know. Yeah. Who have different strengths. Exactly. Yeah. And you could make her street smart without necessarily making her book smart. Yeah. And that's how she survived this long. For sure. Like there was, like there was just no need to make her like that. She she contributed absolutely nothing to the movie except to be a foil to Emma Stone's character to just pit two women against each other for no reason, who are basically fighting over the most vanilla yeah. man in existence. Right. And I don't understand. And like, ugh. you guys, I just I don't. <laughs> I, I don't have words for how bullshit it is. It was just so painful that, to watch. I mean, to be fair, the most relatable thing about her is that she's like, I haven't had sex in like two years. Like that, when that happened, I thought we were going to have a turning point for a minute. And I was like, oh, maybe she's just like playing an act because she's like, I'm going to get laid no matter what. And I was like, girl, whatever. I feel you. You're in the apocalypse. You haven't had sex. Go for it. Do what you got to do. But then they like flip it right back around and she's back to being stupid and annoying for no reason whatsoever. And yeah it's i'm sorry they took every every negative trope about women from like 2003 and put it into one character in this movie yeah no like this movie hates women for multiple reasons this movie hates women oh i almost i almost screamed and like turned the tv off when they were doing the um parking spot analogy for nevada's uh vagina yeah what the fuck what (laughs) And I get that she, like, calls it out, but the fact that that made it into a movie... I was astounded. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just like, wh- I, I don't understand. I, I didn't find really any of it funny. I felt like it was kind of a waste of Rosaria Dawson. I, I don't... I couldn't believe she agreed to be in this goddamn... I couldn't believe <laughs> any of these people agreed to be in this goddamn movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it must be just because it's, it's Zombieland. They had a fun time making it, and it was, you know, good the first time. And, yeah. But I The only thing, this is, I just have to say this before I forget. That long take in when the two, when Flagstaff and the other guy whose name I don't remember turn mm-hmm. into T-800s, and there they're fighting take. them around the Elvis house. Wow, I totally didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, no, I was that is so over everything. There might be a couple of very, very cleverly hidden cuts, mm-hmm. but at the very minimum, it looks like one long take, and it's brilliant. Well, that's interesting. So, so pulling out on the cinematography once again, this movie does succeed in that in that area. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that is that is very minimum looks like all one take. I think it is all one take, and it's just. Well, that's so. pretty cool. I'll have to go back and rewatch that because I do appreciate that. And, like, they did do, like, they they reused some of the rules things without, like, totally throwing it in your face and reminding you that it was yeah. a thing from the first movie. And I was like, that's nice. The opening sequence that was, like, slow-mo that just them beating up zombies was totally lame. And I'm like, you're just rehashing what you did the first time around. This is stupid. Yeah, and, I mean... Uh, there are parts of it I get. Like, I get Little Rock wanting to leave the nest. That's the only part I get. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I get that. Uh, but, like, and, and also, okay, I just gotta say, 
Like the moment when he hands like the hammer or whatever to the guy and is like, are you, can you fight? And he's like, yes. It was like social injustice, racism, mm-hmm. sexism. From a and he pasty says, white guy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? It, like, first yeah. of all, no one has, is, would not understand that question. Right. I mean, you're really just making fun of like SJWs. Absolutely. Yeah. And being a dick. And I'm like, it like it got very aggressively kind of anti those people towards the end, mm-hmm. like us. Well, anti us basically. <laughs> like I get there's um, like there's lo- a lack of logic and people being pacifist in the middle of the apocalypse, but like it looks like they did find some way to survive in their little commune and they were doing fine. So like, who cares if they were like keeping? What I mean is it it made these people stupid. Yeah. Instead of just making them different. Right. And they didn't take it as like a learning opportunity of like, all right, well, how do you combine people like Tallahassee with people like this and, right. and work together? It's just Tallahassee taking over and being like, you're all being stupid. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm going to tell you what to do. We're going to tr- and we're going to do this thing. You Me- know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was going to say, meanwhile, he's going on this racist identity quest throughout the whole the fucking fuck? movie. Again. <laughs> How did that make it into this movie? How did anybody <laughs> know, know what should what should happen? Is Tallahassee should claim Native American blood mm-hmm. and do a buffalo run? Yeah. Like, I, who the fuck approved this? I, I just, I don't know. And it just, like, comes out of nowhere. Literally, everything in this movie makes no sense, comes out of nowhere. Like, Zombieland 1 is, like, an okay standalone flick yeah and then this sequel did not need to exist it literally turned every single character into some like stupid it reversed everyone's growth like fucking wichita suddenly being afraid of commitment after 10 years of living with a guy and peacing out because she got engaged to and tallahassee just like i don't know being annoying and i mean i get it because i wouldn't want to marry him either but you know i mean yeah my favorite moment, and I was talking to this uh, to Cody earlier. My favorite moment is when it literally, where she's literally like, "Well, you could say the same thing about us, of us being convenience in Zombie Land and circumstances." <laughs> you're like, "Yes," and you're just like, "Yes, <laughs> correct." And then the end of the movie, it it's just like, "No, we're meant to be together." And I'm like, "Prove it. Give me something here that I understand why you're together." And they don't even look like they want to be together. Like when she comes back to like come like get weapons and other supplies and they're like kind of having this almost reuniting moment i'm like I'm like you can see emma stone's like internal pain like why did i agree to this movie i hate everything i'm doing right now <laughs> I, I i i don't know i feel like the chemistry wasn't there i didn't understand it there wasn't like i feel like this movie is trying to be something it's not instead of just being what it should be right and or at least like it's trying to be Shaun of the Dead and having an emotional core, but it sucks at the emotional core part. Absolutely. So it's just fucking annoying. It's it's awful. And they double down on the bad narration too. Like it's like not yes, great in the first right? one, and it's like even worse in the second one. Like there's the entire opening sequence is them describing how there's new types of zombies with excessive narration, and I'm and like, then- what? <laughs> <clears throat> and then they do nothing with them. Like, you had that <laughs> super kick-ass zombie that you, like, you had the hawking and you had the super kick-ass zombie that you couldn't hear. I don't remember what the it's ninja. called. The ninja. The mm-hmm. ninja, right? 
and they did nothing with them. Yeah. And I was just like, what was the fucking point of that entire goddamn intro if you weren't ever going to bring up the ninja ever again? Yeah, neither the Hawking nor the ninja. The only, there's like a Homer appearance once, and that's about it. Yeah, the only Hawking thing comes up is when somebody climbs, it climbs up the ladder, which somehow makes it a Hawking. I don't know. And they call it a Hawking in the movie, uh, but I'm like, no okay. Idea. But I'm just like... <laughs> Why would you waste the screen time? You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not like um economical storytelling in terms of like you wasted this time, this intro on something that doesn't matter. Yep. Just to cut forego your emotional core. Right. Like <sighs> it's just I it's like one decision after another that left me just staring at the TV like why? Why is any of this happening? Why am I watching this? Why did anyone agree to do this? Who approved this? I'm so confused. I hate all of it. <laughs> and I feel like it commits the mortal sin of a zombie movie, which is that it's boring. Yeah! <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going to say that. I'm like, there's not even like enough good carnage to make up for how, sh- like, how shit it is. No. It's like, the one thing you're in a zombie movie you're not supposed to be is boring. Mm-hmm. And, like, nothing happens. They drive around a lot. At one point, there's that whole thing for the RV that just ends up... Like, it's nothing. Up, <laughs> it's just nothing. Like, they wasted so much screen time doing shit that, like, I don't understand. Yep. Because uh, it was like, yeah, you're just like, oh, well, it was their first interaction with the T-800. And I'm like, well, that's great. But you could have done that in a much more economical way than wasting just 10 minutes of our time so many protecting ways. an RV that you're going to immediately kill anyway. And then they repeat that same thing with the whole shit at the Elvis place just to turn around and have them leave in the minivan again because apparently yeah. you he can't drive a monster truck because that's so severely different than turning the wheel in a normal car. I mean, it might be. We have no idea. I mean, I'm sure it's a learning curve, but I feel like the parts that he was messing up to say he couldn't drive it made no sense to me. I don't know. I I don't. I, I just, I think what saddens me is, is re-watching Zombieland and realizing how much the movies hate women. Oh, it's disturbing. It's just, I, I don't, I don't know. I try to explain to Cody every once in a while of just like how sad it is when you watch a movie and you end it feeling hated. Yeah. Like, you end it feeling like somebody who wrote this does not like women. Oh, for sure. And they might not realize it. Like, Zombieland smells like a movie written by men who don't realize they hate women. I think it's, it's, it's like, to me, it's like the character of Columbus is the type of people who the writers are. Or the, and the directors. Like, I feel like they are that kind of person. They're like, I'm a nice guy. And for some reason, women hate me. And it's like, I don't know, maybe because you hate women. Yeah, no, it's it's really always depressing. And I think for me, that's part of the reason why Zombieland 1 hit me so hard is because re-watching and realizing the movie hates women, it just makes you not want to engage with it ever. No. Because it's 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 not meant for you on some level. Right. Like I'm sure there are women who endured Zombieland. I mean, obviously we did for like well, a oh, decade. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that like if if you pay attention to what the movie's saying about women, there is this feeling of, you come away kind of feeling, like, icky. Yeah, that's that's the great way to describe it, is feeling icky about it. Yeah, so... I don't know. 
I don't know what I was gonna thought what I thought was gonna happen with this episode because I heard heard nothing about Double Tap and I actually had a hard time finding reviews to support what I was saying. Like I don't know how many articles that I saw that were saying it's like a, a fun return to the blah 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 and this and that and I'm like, yeah, the articles have to all be written by men because they're wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember looking up articles when I way, way back when the first movie came out because I was like, we have to at least acknowledge that this is a bad movie, right? Like, even if you don't understand the sexism part like or right. acknowledge the sexism part, you have to understand that it's it's a badly written movie, right? right? There are so like, many we components. We have to agreement about that. <laughs> but no, it's a lot of the reviews are like, it's a romping good time. And it's I'm not. like, Ugh? not even close. I was having a 0% good time while watching it. I don't, I don't know. I feel like it just reveals other things. Yeah. I feel like it just reveals what kind of person those reviewers are that they had a good time in it. And I'm like, oh, you have a sense of humor. I think it's also, I think there's a level, it's the same thing kind of like with, um, I think, gaming criticism happening out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Where people feel obligated to review a movie like Zombieland 2, mm-hmm. which is, you know, Zombieland was huge. Yeah. And give it a good review. I'm sure there's some of that going on there, too. Of Just like, do you really want to fuck with Zombieland 2? Right. Luckily, people uh, on YouTube do, though, because I definitely found angry people there, and it was great. You'll have to send me those. I, I, I can't remember the name of the guy whose video I was watching, but... He hadn't even he he didn't get into like the huge sexism component because of course no one does like you search Zombieland double tap reviews and the first the entire front page of suggestions that comes up is all dudes reviewing it so it's like you miss out on the critique of that part but there are people out there who are angry about the movie in general so it's great yeah which isn't to say that men can't critique sexism I watched a lot of men who right. critique it very very well. Um, but I mean, those men often also defer to women. They're like, go watch these creators because they can explain things better than I can. Um, but it is to say that most movie reviewers don't pay attention to those things. Right. And movie reviewers in general, I think is another industry that's has horrible diversity problems with like a yes. huge percentage of them being white men. Which, by the way, is what Brie fucking Larson was saying. She wasn't trying to say we should fire all the white men. She was trying to say that we need to have more black women. And just women in general, like, at the table so that we can improve um, movie coverage and movie reviews. Right, yeah. This is a Brie Larson defense channel now. I love her. She's great. Yeah. But yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree with that. I feel like so often I'll see, like, like, if I go on Rotten Tomatoes and I see a movie has, like, really horrible critic score but, like, really great audience score, I'm more inclined to trust the audience because I'm like, I bet more people like me are watching it versus what the critic community is. For me, it depends. I, I for me, I think it depends on the movie. And I think I have, I, cause I, mm, <laughs> I wish I had an example on hand of like where I've trusted it and it worked out for me because it, it's happened a couple times where I like, I went with the audience score and was <sighs> like happy with what I watched. Yeah, I mean, it, but it's also like, you know, you think about reviews, I'm, I'm going back to the gaming now rather than movies, because that's what I'm thinking about, which is just like, what happened with um, Last of Us 2, where it was just like, the game is not my cup of tea, and I don't mm. think it set the right tone, but I don't think it's a bad game. Right. And the review bombs like destroyed it. Right, yeah. So I think that there's, for me, I feel like it's it's a lot more nuanced. And then you think about what's happening in Wonder Woman right now. Did you hear about that? No, not at all. I haven't kept up with it. In the okay. 
So Wonder Woman 1984, um, as the day, w- the the pre-embargo reviews mm-hmm. um, were really overwhelmingly positive. So she she had like an 80, I think it was 89, 86 or 89 on, okay. on Rotten Tomatoes. So she was certified fresh. Mm-hmm. Then the p- post-embargo reviews dropped, and then the day of reviews dropped, and they were overwhelmingly negative. Oh, God. And she lost her certified fresh rating. Last time I checked, she was down to 60%. Oh, yikes. Um, and I think going down. So, um, wow. and to be fair, Wonder Woman 1984 is not a good movie. I was going to say, I did hear it wasn't, it was actually not very good. <laughs> it's not a good movie. Um, it's an, it's, it's an okay movie. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't call it good. Um, but there is i feel like there's a lot to look at when it comes to the reviewers right yeah. world and wonder woman's kind of a good case study of that that makes sense this is only sort of tangential this is like half tangent half relevant i feel like i i think it's relevant if we're trying to you know critically analyze a movie and we're like frantically searching online for like supporting evidence it's kind of scary when you don't find reviews that are aligned with you because you're like how many people out there hate women (laughs) i mean and it's not always bad in terms of like having to encounter views that are not your own like my mind has been changed by the last jedi because i've been watching reviewers that i really really trust go into the last jedi and turns Um, like positive to negative or negative to positive Negative to positive. That's fascinating. Um, my conclusion on the last Jedi, in case anyone's wondering now, is that it is a good movie, but I still don't like it as a Star Wars sequel mm-hmm. or Star Wars buildup. Yeah. But I think it is a good movie. I think it's a well-made, well-written movie. I just don't think it works as a Star Wars movie. That is my final. Having now watched a bunch of negative and a bunch of positive, that is my final thoughts on can, the last I Jedi. I can see what, where you're getting at with that. I don't think it helps um, that they like kept going back and forth with directors who were basically having pissing contests over how they were gonna run the yeah. plot. So I'm like, you all ruined it. <laughs> yeah. No. So I I do think that it's not inherently a bad thing to come across reviews that disagree with you mm-hmm. and encourage those views, but it's it's more difficult when you're watching a movie that's so clearly sexist and you're watching reading a bunch of reviews that aren't addressing that. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because then it feels more like what the fuck yeah you're like opposed- someone has to analyze this critically <laughs> right because it feels less subjective than just the last jedi is a good or bad movie oh, it feels yeah. like this is so clearly sexist that the fact that we're even either not acknowledging it or debating it yeah it's that, crazy that we're letting shit like this come out in 2019 yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i know i've said it 80 million times but I who the fuck approved this script? i don't get it it's so bad uh, I just squeaked there. I mean, and I know I was very I was... high pitched. <laughs> just squeaking. Just, we just like grown octaves the more the more angry yeah. we are. Um, I was gonna say I was surprised that they were the Deadpool people because of the quality, but I'm also not surprised about it being the Deadpool people in terms of the sexism because they fucking woman in the fridge, Vanessa in the Deadpool movie. So like they have a track record. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could go off on a whole tangent about women in the fridge because Gail Simone, who invented women in the fridge, does not believe it's a fridging example. I mostly disagree with her, but That's I do see her point. Okay. Yes. Um, because her argument is that she continues to impact the plot in a physical way after she dies. Gotcha. I don't fully agree with her, but yeah. she's also Gail Simone. She's brilliant. 
So I respectfully, <laughs> mostly disagree with Respectfully Elsa. disagree, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't think it has the same... I think that Ryan Reynolds not being involved makes a big difference between Dead- Deadpool and Zombieland. Faux yep. show. So. So yeah. Yeah, sorry if you came here for the praise. Sorry, not and sorry. The positive. <laughs> we we don't have any positive for you this week. Oh my god. Yeah, it was not. I mean, if you've watched Zombieland before and it's been a while and you're thinking about revisiting it, maybe don't. Maybe let it live in the little nostalgia shelf in your brain and so you don't <laughs> have to ruin it for yourself. Or at least before commenting about how terrible and wrong we are on YouTube, watch it first. Right. So those are your two options. <laughs> sure. I would not recommend Zombieland Double Tap. I feel like mm. it's a garbage fire of a movie. Yeah, there's no... It, it, you, you get nothing from it. Just no. It has occasionally funny moments, I felt like. I, think I laughed once, and I couldn't even tell you what it was about. Yeah. So that's I don't bad. remember either. So... If we're going to end on a pleasant note, one of my favorite parts from the first movie is when... Uh, Tallahassee is crying and he dabs his tears with the stacks of money they found in Bill Murray's <laughs> house. That's, uh, that's my last positive thing to say. <laughs> it's a well cast movie. That is true. Uh, it's it's the acting. They're doing their best. Yeah. For sure. With what they are given, it is a well acted movie. Yeah. It feels like they looked at their script and they were like, well, I'm getting paid, so... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So that's our... Do you have any final closing thoughts? That's all I got. <laughs> okay. I think that's all I got. I feel like next week will go much better because we're talking about Train to Busan, right? Yes. That is next week. So more zombie cinema. And you mm-hmm. know, if you need a zombie fix and you do want a really good movie, watch Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Okay. Or, spoiler alert, Train to Busan. That, yeah, true. <laughs> Spoiler alert for our opinions next Just week. Just watch Train to Busan because then you'll be you'll know what the fuck we're talking about next week. Yes, you should probably do that yeah. anyway before you. And hopefully it's still on Netflix. I think so. I'm not really sure. We'll find out. Um. Yeah. But yeah, and then afterwards, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. I guess both the book and the movie because Paige hates me. I'm sorry. I I'm probably gonna regret it myself as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so should be good times it is no longer on Netflix so oh, we're going to find it somewhere else that sucks it might be on Hulu or something All right. I don't know I'll hunt for it we'll have to find out yeah Um. Yeah. and then February we have no idea flying by the seat of our pants yep. but we did stream last Saturday we streamed the first part of our of Hollow Knight which is up on YouTube now. So if you're interested in watching a stream Hollow Knight um, and get very lost at one point, <laughs> you can watch check that out on YouTube. Yep. And we will hopefully be streaming sometime again soon. Yeah, for sure. So follow us on Twitch so you can see when we go live. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. We'll see you all in the next one. Bye. Bye.